I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandslots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandslots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandslots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandslots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. <laughs> Hello everyone and welcome back to another Super Rugby Podcast with your hosts, Damien Warren and Toby Harris. Every week I say, what a week of rugby, sir, but let's be honest, what a week of rugby, sir. The the thing that got me is that every game was hard to pick. And this week it's no, 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 different. no easier. No. Is it we've just gone through picks for next week. We did, didn't and we? And I'm already starting to worry. <laughs> Really I, <laughs> I mean, you're about 10 points ahead of me, and we're talking about Superbrew. And, and that's all that really matters. Correct. 100%. The only thing with Superbrew is, right, was I was watching the Moana Pacifica game against the Hurricanes, and without Superbrew, I would have been cheering for Moana Pacifica. Yeah. And I should have been cheering for Moana Pacifica, yes. but because of Superbrew, I was cheering <laughs> for the Hurricanes. The going, what are you doing, lads? You're killing my picks. But do you know what? There's a bit of a technical glitch. There is a te- well. Now we pointed we've gone this steward, out, didn't we? Stewards inquiry, well, stewards inquiry, VAR. We are, we are the stewards. TMO. This was Winter Milan, wasn't it? Let's just name this and shame. <laughs> we, we Winter name Milan. Yeah. Who do you think you are, <laughs> Ben? <laughs> okay, so. What's happened is that if you don't actually make a pick, so let's say today's game, for instance, uh, Moana Pacifica versus the Blues. Yes. Now, if I didn't make a pick, it would pick the favourite as a default. Which is not on. Which is not on. So if I, so if you pick the favourite, or if the, the system picks the favourite for you, you're automatically going to get a, a point if they win, which is not fair at all. Which means that Winter Milan topped this week's. Yeah. Which is not cool. No. Not cool. In fact, you got, <laughs> you got the same amount of points from that game as I did. Yeah. <laughs> exactly, yeah. And I was, you mean, you got you got point and a half. I got point and a half. I got point. Yeah. And I was pretty close. And he yeah. got one point. He didn't do anything. No, exactly. So the stewards, the stewards have had a committee, Ben. And so we're going to have to delete you, mate. You're, um, yeah. you're deleted from yeah. our Bye. Right? Plus, you're quite high up there, so it pushes us yeah. both up one. I've <laughs> <laughs> got a you long need way to go. A lot more to go. Yeah. Before we go on any further, so we're going to read some messages from the supporters. Now, yeah. this is from the Scrum Doctor. Do you want me to read it out? Well, I just wanted to read out the Nick White part. Okay. So he has a suggestion, doesn't he? He does. For this is for the grub of all time. 
grub of all time. No, this is for the bashing. Yeah. Because oh, we've sort of yeah, run out sorry. of people to bash, the haven't bashing, we? bashing, yes. You know, yes. Farrell, although Farrell is back, back playing yes, for Saracens, yeah. that's why and they lost. will be bashed in this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we can count on that. Um, but yes, so uh, Scrum Doctor was saying that Nick White looks like an early, early 90s policeman with that, you know, Got that motash, yeah. but like yours, sir. Okay, tucks in his shirt. He does short, tuck in his shirt. Shawit, shawit. He's got and short, he's got short. bandy legs. He's got bandy legs. This yeah. is all recipe for bashing. Correct. The problem here is Scrum Doctor, which is Campbell, is he's quite good. Yes, and, I, and yes. there lies the problem. Correct. There lies the I point. actually don't mind him. You'll notice in our background, sir, yes. we've got Scott Gregory. We have. Now, if you look at Scott Gregory, you'll look at the dodgy facial hair. Correct. you look at the dodgy hair. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hang on, hang on. Just before you bash the hair. It was very similar to yours a long time ago. A long time ago. It wasn't that long ago, <laughs> Mush. Come on. All I've got to say is the hair, the facial hair, the smile. Have you seen the and, ring as well? And the lack of skill. That is the, <laughs> <laughs> that is the real Ugh. biggest reason, right? Whereas you go Marty Banks, right? Marty Banks. Dreadful. No. <laughs> Absolutely dreadful. There is, a, there is a lack of skill there a little bit. Right, he's not as good as Richie Mwanga, or but he's, do you know what I mean? He he's he a legend. Of, he's a legend. Yeah, of course. He's a legend. He's played above himself. Well, he's cashed in all his chips, and he's won. Yeah, numerous well, times. Has he? He has. Super Rugby champion. This is very true, actually. <laughs> anyway, so Nick White, I'm really sorry, but we can't bash Nick White because no. he's too good. Yes, I agree. We only bash underachievers or yeah, or people that they're pushed up so high and they don't deserve it. Correct. AKA Owen, Owen Farrell. Farrell. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dross. Now, the Razzler, the uh, Dazzler. Oh, yeah. He has made a comment here, very good comment, about the fact that he was watching the Rebels Fiji game. Okay. And was disappointed with the referee. They apparently allowed the Fiji Jura to pass forward and backwards. Oh, but like netball. <laughs> Obviously. Brill. But as always, Hybrid Razzler, game. But he's also, um, the Razzler Dazzler always traditionally goes and watches the double header for him, which is his Rebels versus his Chiefs. And he's booked his ticket again. <laughs> there's so, no surprises there. There's no surprises there. Thank you, Reza Dazza, yes. for your... But can I just say so? It says at the bottom, thanks in advance for putting on my favourite podcast each week. Cheers, Razzler Dazzler. Now, that's not that's factually incorrect, isn't Why? it? It should be cheers, the Razzler, the Dazzler. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. So, Darren... You, you just need to sort yourself out here, bud. Got to have a long, cold, hard look in the mirror. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, so uh, it's the Razzler, the, the Dazzler. Dazzler. The, and the, the Dazzler. Correct. The Razzler, the Dazzler. Yes. Yes. Respect for yourself. But Respect thank you for yourself. your email. <laughs> um, sir, can you bring up the leaderboard for the Superbrew while I put on the background music for the Superbrew? 
okay? Um, because there is some movement. There is some movement at there the top. There has been some movement at the top. So I go, are we going top first? Top for bottom four. Let me just put on the music okay. for a start. So Ben Affleck, number one. Winter Milan. Can I say about Ben? Yes. He's, he's like in the top 0% yeah. of the world. Yes. That's impressive. That is impressive. Well done, Ben. Well, very well done. Uh, Winter Milan is also, I think, very up there in the yes, world. Yes, uh, Jed, again, high up there. And then Damo, but not you, Damo. Not me. Unlucky. But I'll take it. You. Yeah, I'll tell take everyone what? that's me. Oh, yeah, sorry. Uh, and then the bottom four. Now I'm I'm pushing I'm, I'm pushing out of there now, mate. I've seen the light. Come on, Toby, let's go. I'm getting dragged. Uh, Coley the Poly, the Log, uh, Samwise, and Bradley J. Jay Bird is pushed out of there too. Oh, Jay Bird 007. <laughs> There's no bashing there that can no, happen now. You're out of the top. Out of the you lucky form. boy. Can I just okay. say? Can I? So you had a good week. So I had a, I had had a, a good pretty week. good week, but I was still in the same position, really. For you, yeah. Bottom six. For you. Yeah. Really good week for you. Very good week for me, Trey. <laughs> same Cheers. points as me this week. Yeah, five more. But, sir, it's time for breaking news. Yes. Kindly supported by... Super XV. Rugby website. Yep. And thanks to them, they, uh, they really do have it all, don't they? They have everything you need in a happy life. Correct. Talking happy life... Happy wife. No, happy wife. No. Happy life. No. It's not back to front day, mate. Depends what you're into, but it depends <laughs> what you're into. I'll go first, eh? I'll go first. It's, it's early in the podcast to be very I, I know. <laughs> I know. Now, Razzy, Razzy, the Razzy. Yeah. He has um, explained why Clive annoys him. Well, I can tell now, you why Clive always annoys me. He annoys he everyone. Absolute rubbish. Absolute dross. And he lives off his World Cup he win. He does. And he, you know, you can see it in his face. He enjoys he's, it when he's England smug, isn't lose. He? Yes. When England lose, he enjoys it almost as much as we do. No, I like it a lot more than them. Anyway, so he goes on to sort of, you know, speak about the Rugby World Cup and things like that. Um, But he goes on to say, something might look awful right now, and I think it was because Clive was sort of having a dig dig at at England. No, but I think it was at South Africa for losing. No, sorry. It was. It was against Eddie because Eddie's not having a good season this year. Yes. And Razzie sort of got on the back of that and said, look, the South Africans the year before the World Cup, lost to Australia and Argentina. Yes. But then went and won. And I, I think that could happen with England. And he's that he's, allu- he's sort of alluding to, look, you've got to try things. If they don't work, then you, you go back. Or if they do work, you stick at it kind of thing. Yeah. And obviously, Steady Eddie's been trying something. We don't know what Steady Eddie's been trying. But it's obviously something, and it obviously hasn't worked. Yeah, the way he looks on TV sometimes, he, he looks like he's been trying to sniff some glue <laughs> at times because absolutely, he looks wired. He does, eh? He looks wired. You, he does. Look, Eddie Jones is, uh, we've said this many times before, 
he's going to go through players. He's going to go through players. Yeah, but he's he going to go through as style, well, you know. But he can. Yeah. And when it's the World Cup, doesn't matter whether those players like him, dislike him, want to do his training, don't want to do his training. They will just toe the line in World Cup. Well, year they want to. They because want to, they want to go Cup. to the World Cup and they want to win the World Cup. Yeah. And this is where he's going to be his most dangerous. Correct. So what I've done is I've found a bit of research here, bud. Okay. And I've compared the two. South Africa, England, are you talking about? Or Clive and Razzie. Okay. Okay. So head to head. Head to head. Now, remember... <laughs> Mate, come on, bud. Come on. Sorry, I'm lowering myself to your level. Yes, you are. So, Clive was in the role for seven years. Yes. Razzie was in there for one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, uh, win percentages. Yes. 66.2 for Clive. Yeah. Nine fifty nine for Razzie. 59%. 59%. He won fifty nine 59% of his games. Yes, against tier one countries. That's amazing. Yep. They both won a World Cup each. Yeah. Clive won three Six Nations. Yeah. Razzie won one. Championship. Yep, rugby championship. They both got World Rugby Coach of the Year once. Points scored four. 34 for Clive, 29 for Razzie. This is in each match, yep. averaged out. Averaged out. Points conceded, 17.9 for Clive, 18 for Razzie. So very, very similar. Yeah. So they are similar with I mean, you, coaching-wise. You, what I would say to Clive is, that Clive was before his time in a lot of respects. He was your first manager rather than coach. So his coaching wasn't really up to it, but his his he, his team that he built around him, the team that he built on the pitch was very, very good. And yeah, he's the one that, that got Johnny Wilkinson to play when he was 18 years old, give him the experience. He's the one that saw that. So, you know, when I take the mick out of Clive, I'm taking the mick out of Clive because more about Harry's like now, kind of reveling in when England don't do well. Yes. And, and he always sort of seems to, they always seem to book him when England are doing poorly rather than when they're doing well. And I don't think he was that good a coach. And from what I've heard, he wasn't that good a coach. But, you know, at the end of the day, it's not about that, is it? It's about, does your team win? And his team did win the World Cup and he did build a very, very good team. So, you know, he can say he can say what he wants. He's won a World Cup. He can say what he wants to say. He uh, yes, and I think I think he can act the way he acts because he's won a World Cup, which is so annoying, isn't it? You know, so annoying. So it made me do a little bit of research here, Damo. More research than you've already done. Quite Correct. amazing. Now I've been going off the last couple of um, All Blacks coaches. So yes. I'm going Graham Henry, and I'm going Steve Hansen. Okay. Okay. Now, I'll start off with Graham. So they they both coached Wales and then went on to coach in New Zealand as well. Yes. So Graham Henry 
his win ratio for Wales was 59%. And I think that's pretty good for Wales. I agree. I agree. Okay, and then for New Zealand, his win ratio was 85%. Wow. That's impressive. That's pretty impressive, isn't it? Okay, then we go on to Steve Hansen. Now, I, I'm really interesting here because I would have said Graham Henry's a better coach. So he would have left the ship in good order for Steve Hansen on both occasions. Yes. So it, he should really have a very similar win percentage, if not slightly better. So against, well, four whales, 33.3%. That's not good. So he won a third of his games. <laughs> That's really not good. For New Zealand, he's pushing 87%. Yeah. So he should, though. Yeah. You think about the, the group of players he was left with. And and he oversaw the, this, in my opinion, the, the, the slight demise. Demise is maybe a bit too strong, but the dip in performance for the All Blacks. Yes. yes. Yeah. Very good, sir. Very, very good. Now, Hugo Monya who is a TV pundit, used to play for England on the wing, British Lions player as well. He's got some 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 of the woke society, he's got some of the woke society upset by saying there is no way any player can return from a concussion too early in the modern game. Now I have to say, the way that they deal with concussions is vastly better than it was when me and you were playing, especially me. <laughs> there was literally no protocol whatsoever when I was playing. Did you get knocked out? If you got knocked out, you came off the pitch. Yeah. If you weren't knocked out, you, you stayed on. You hadn't been concussed. Yeah. As simple as that. But what I would say is where he's really wrong is the way that they um, identify concussion is by doing a, a group of tests. And I know for a fact a lot of players make sure they underperform on the 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 baseline testing, yes. so that if they do get a little bit of a knock, they won't fail that test. They can get a couple of points. So therefore, there is a problem in the system. Now I know that they're trialing a number of things. One of the things they're trialing is the mouth guards with the G-force indicators oh, really? on them. Expensive. This will make a huge thing. They were trialing a while ago a saliva test that would pick up whether or not certain proteins had been released into the right, okay. into the mouth. Yeah. These are the types of things that we really do need. Oh, 100%. You know. If because then it gets rid of anything that could cloud the area yep. of concussion. It's either you're concussed or you're not. Absolutely. Rather and than going you re- oh, you've recovered and or you're not. Yes. as well. You know, you've had a concussion, yep. you've recovered. Yeah. And I don't think that's in play place at the moment so i have to agree there's still a lot more that needs to be done when it comes to concussions and we're talking about you know um you know rugby's dangerous but but so is so is uh, football soccer football so is hockey yeah you know like we're obviously p teachers teachers and we see it all the time i've probably seen as many concussions from hockey this year than as as I have in rugby, yeah. So, I think sport in general just needs to sort this out uh, and make sure there is some cast iron things. And I'm not really talking about professional sport. I'm talking about 
for school kids. Because at mean, the moment, if you can cuss, that's like three weeks out of sport. Definitely. And for a kid, it's a lifetime. It's a almost. long, long time. That I mean, it would be great if you could get almost. You know those um, pH um, yes. little strips of paper. Yeah. yeah. It'd be fantastic if you could just have one of those in your first aid kit. Yeah. You just put it in the children's mouth or get them to spit on it or yeah. something, and then it goes up a different colour. Right, you're off. Yeah. And it takes, you know, 10 seconds to 30 seconds to come up. Yeah. And then you know. You know, yeah. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Absolutely. You know, and, and if you head there across all sports, soccer, football, Hockey, rugby, anything that's contact, NFL, lacrosse, NFL. Boxing, the works. I mean, boxing, they're buggered. Yeah. I mean, they are. <laughs> 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 I mean, that is, that if there's one sport that seems to, I mean, they must sign their life up. 100%. 100%. 100%. Jeepers. I mean, what, what's there to help them out? Nothing. Nothing, eh? My next news story, sir. Is it a good one? It's, it's actually interesting. Now, oh, Brian yeah. Moore. Listen, I'm a bit worried about you. I'm getting You've done Ill. some research. Getting ill. Oh. You've seen it's interesting. Mm, I've got my nice panties on today as well for you, sir. Should be worried. Uh, anyway, Brian Moore, okay, has come out on social media. Imagine, imagine Brian Moore. <laughs> I just like everyone to know <laughs> that I'm an idiot. <laughs> anyway, anyway, so he's gone Him and out. Stuart Barnes both come. I just want to officially say that I'm an idiot, and I don't know that much about rugby. <laughs> he's come out and sort of said, if women's rugby wants to, as an English women's rugby wants to go to that next level and push on, they need to start playing more competitive teams. Well, they can't, can they? Well, they can, Damien. Men's teams. So they're going to start playing age group England men's teams. Oh, that's a great... So under 18, 19 and under 20. Brian Moore, that's a good idea, Brian. Big B. That oh, is I'm a conver- really good idea. I'm, con- I'm converted. I'm a Brian Moore fan. You know, because at the moment, they thrashed New Zealand, didn't they? Yep. They, at the moment, are doing quite well in the Six Nations. I know that they've recently just, actually in the opening game of the Six Nations, it's called the TikTok Women's Six Nations. That is dreadful. Yeah, but I think it's TikTok for the means as well. It's is TikTok it? Six Nations, yeah. Oh. Yeah. No, it's Guinness Six Nations, isn't it? Oh, mate, I don't know. <laughs> Why are you telling me? Anyway, shush. <laughs> but they hammered Scotland and they're hammering other teams, you know. So they need to start playing faster, stronger opposition. And it makes sense that they're going to start playing men's teams. I think it's a great idea. I think the only negative to this is if they get beaten. 
and then people go, oh, just to, just shows, you know. that. No, but, it, it, but will, like, it will almost be behind closed doors in a way, you know, yeah, training matches yeah, yeah, to yeah. get them ready for the Rugby World Cup. Yeah. You go, you go skins and shirts. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, did I go too far? You I think I did. Too I far. Yeah. But Brian Moore, that's a good idea. Yeah, it is. A, I, t- I couldn't agree they, more. If they do that, they are nailed on favourites for the World Cup. They yes, already are. They already are. Nailed on favourites yep. for the World Cup. Yeah. Listen, my next story is, uh, after everything that's happened over the last few weeks, where we've had this uh, this sort of golf and bashing of players, I've never been happier to see Owen Farrell on, on a pitch. Owen Farrell back, um, played the Bristol Bears. It was a heck of a game, sir. Was it? It was a heck of a game. 27-23. Bristol Bears actually won the game. They thought they'd won the game. Called back for a forward pass. That was forward. Was it? But it was borderline. Okay. It was borderline. Was it clear and obvious? I think if you were a Saracens fan, it was clear and obvious. But I wanted Bristol to win, so I'm saying borderline. It was flat. But he's big. He's put on a bit of bulk. Has he? He's put on a bit of bulk. Well, he's been able to go to the gym, hasn't he? And to be fair to him, he put a lot of players through into space. Did he? On the week. He didn't run through any space himself. He was too slow. Uh, but he put a lot of players through space and he kicked pretty well. So it was good to see him back because we've got all of that to bash. And, and people are saying Lawrence Gillelio, and he is right, after England losing and not doing very well without him, you know, the question of will he come back, where is he going to play, he has to come back, he has to play. Because England Where would you put him? Well, I would put him at 10. I'd put him at 10. Tuolangi at 12. Tuolangi's never going to play international rugby again. Yeah, well. Let's hope he does. I think it's a real shame if he does. As long as he doesn't play against the Kiwis, happy days. But, um, yeah, so I thought he was good. Dare I say it? He was good on the weekend. First game back. You are disgusting. First game back. Right, just something quick before we move on. Denny Solomona 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 is uh, set to make his debut for the um, Highlanders. Are you serious? Yep. Wow. Yep. Are they going to play him on the wing? Well, I think they can play him anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So he's he's moved um, he's moved over. So this is the same guy that's played for England. Yes. Guy, because he he's passed today. Yes. This is the problem now, isn't it? That we're we're getting what we gave before. Yeah. You know, there's a golf and kind of, if you want to call it the middle age rugby player. To be fair, he's only 28. He isn't old, is he? No, he's not old. He's been playing for North Harbour, or he is going to play for North Harbour. Yeah. So, oh, he's New Zealand born anyway. He's a Kiwi. Oh, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. But he's played for England. Yes. Apparently, he's a bit of a naughty boy. Is he? He likes a uh, night out or Does two. Does he like a shandy? He likes a shandy. Sir, it's over to the results. It is indeed. Picking out the, the we'll big ones. We'll pick out the big ones. Shall I go for uh, the first one? I think yeah. uh, Leicester again against Exeter Chiefs. They're still winning, They're which still is winning, great. Because yep. we almost thought first half, not sure. First half of the season, they were fantastic. And we weren't sure if they would carry it on. Yeah, but and, they have. And, and arguably, Exeter Chiefs, we thought, weren't good at the start of the season and would perk up in the yes. season. And they've kind of done that. But they haven't really. But they haven't really. No. 
Uh, we touched on the Saracens game. Close game with the Wasps and Newcastle. Bath and Sharks. 24-all. But the big yep. one, mate, is Northampton beating London Irish. London Irish have been good this year. Yeah. And for Northampton to beat well, them 42-22. Put, the, put them to the sword. Yeah. So top four, Leicester, Saracens, Harlequins, and Exeter. Yep. What about... I mean, the biggest game of all was obviously the Mana Pacifica versus the Hurricanes. Yeah, 100%. The winning in extra time. It was impressive. Yeah. And we're going to talk about that a little bit later. Uh, Brumby's force. Didn't see that one coming? No. High scoring affair, 39-38 to the Brumbies. And I mean, maybe people are a little bit surprised to see that the Crusaders beat the Chiefs relatively comfortably as well. What surprised me, though, was the Rebels win against Fiji Jura. Oh, yeah, that was a surprise. 42-27. Yeah, that was a surprise. Didn't think. So the top four there, Brumbies, Reds, Crusaders, and Waratahs. Now, some of the New Zealand, well, none of the New Zealand teams have played six like the Australian teams, but the Aussie teams at the moment are flying high. They are. Sir, what caught my eye? What caught your eye? You going to kick us off? No, you are. I think we've got to start with Mana Pacifica. What caught my eye is they've always had talent, right? We always know the Pacific Island teams have got stacks of talent. They've got stacks of size. They've got stacks of power. But they didn't always do the no talent stuff that well. They didn't always work as a team. They didn't always have lots, of, you know, the right structure. But that Mana Pacifica team they had all of that and extras. And Wellington had an absolute brain fart Did they? by just trying to smash it up. Yeah. Every time Wellington went wide, the Hurricanes went wide, and had the idea to attack wide, they were, they were effective. But it's brilliant to see the Moana Pacifica boys, you know, sticking in the game, fighting. It was tit for tat. And, you know, were they lucky to win? I don't think they were lucky to win. I think they I think they earned that one. Yeah. And and Wellington should have won easily, but they just were mindless in the way they played. And do you know what? I think and credit to Moana Pacifica, of course, because normally if you play an island team, you'll it'll be close for sort of fifty, sixty minutes and then their their fitness drops away. Yeah. But I feel like Moana Pacifica and Fiji Jura, I feel like their fitness is good. Yes. They've really worked on their fitness, whether injuries, things like Squad that, size. down the line yeah. will hamper them, I'm not sure. But again, you know, in today's match against the Blues, 12-0 down, and they, they they sort of get back into the game. Get back into the game. I know the Blues ended up winning. Yeah, you'd, but it just shows all of these teams, if you have a bad day, you can be beaten. Yes. There's no, uh, I mean, uh, there's no absolute bunnies out there. Well, you know, the Highlanders you, at the moment are the no, bunnies. They're not the bunnies. None of their games have been close. None of their games have not been close. No, but I mean they're the bunnies because they can't win. <sighs> yeah, but they're not bunnies. Do you know what I mean? Like you don't go into a Highlanders game thinking you're going to win. No, very true. You, you you go in with a real strong are game you, plan. Are you going to pick them for Super Brew? No, I'm no. not. But, okay. but, but my so point bunnies. is, <laughs> <laughs> my point is, you go back and you think about in the past, Yes, there's been certain true. teams that you've gone, well, they're the whipping boys. Yes. The Sunwolves. Yeah. I'm just trying to think of others. Rebels. I mean, 
the Rebels, Force used the to Waratahs be. Last, last year. year. Yeah. You know, some teams have been in a mess. The Force in the part. Did you mention the Force? Yeah, I did. Yeah. yeah. You're not listening to me, but no, that's okay. I, I very that's rarely normal. Try my hardest not to. Um, so, yeah. It, it, it's great to see. It's great to see. And, and the fears of after the first few weeks of Fiji and Moana Pacifica being. Being the bunnies. Being the bunnies. Long gone. Long gone. Yeah. Yeah. I still think they'll get beaten. Yes. Most of the time. Yeah, me but too. But I don't think teams are going to walk away going, oh, that was a really good run out. We ran all our moves against them. But do you know what? Is also they can put some hits in. Oh, God. Jeepers <laughs> creepers. Honestly, and it was hilarious. I was watching it this morning for a little bit and there was a big tackle and the commentator, oh, you can feel those tackles on the Richter scale. <laughs> <laughs> and you can. Yes. Poor. <laughs> They They're hard. moving some earth there, yeah. aren't they? Oh my They're gosh! Big humans. Brumbies force. Brumbies scored a hundred meter try. Sir. Yeah, first one of Super that. Rugby, which is great. Yeah. Red card for Banks head high. It was a head to head contact. Okay, so they're, they're consistent though, aren't they? Because we saw in the Six Nations, didn't we? Yeah. And that was kind of the problem that we were talking about last year, wasn't it? Where, or before the the uh, autumn internationals, yeah, we, we were worried that we they were, were going to go over and get done, done, done. Correct. They finally got it, kind of consistent. Well, we still across. did get done, but not by the referee, <laughs> just by other teams. Um, yeah. But they've become consistent northern and southern hemisphere. Yes, yes. So I thought it was a good game actually, and and I was surprised that the force didn't win at home. It was high scoring, wasn't it? Yeah, because, you know, at half time it was 24-27 to the Brumbies. But with the force being at home, I thought might just get them over the line. Yeah. But I think with COVID, not as many people are going to watch the matches. No. So it's not quite It's the not cool really drum. a home game, is it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I've got here, mate, I've got here the Reds and the Waratahs. Red card, shoulder to, sh- shoulder to head. Right, yeah. Um, but this is where... The twenty minutes comes in, doesn't it? Yeah. Where these difficult red cars, the the banks, the one and this one in particular, you know they're tough. But twenty minutes is about right, and it's to try and teach the players because pretty much if you're at home watching, if they don't make an effort to drop their yes, their, their, and and on this occasion he did. This is why I thought it was really really harsh. He did drop his height, but it was shoulder to head. Right. So, therefore, if it's head-to-head and they've dropped the height, then it's deemed to be mitigating and it might be a, a yellow. But I just thought that, you know, 20 minutes, it meant the game wasn't killed. The game wasn't dead. And it wasn't. It was a real, really good game. Really good game. Big parts of the game, I thought the Waratahs were actually better. But where the difference was, was at key moments, the Reds took their key moments. And that's just maturity. Yeah. The very young lads, this Waratahs. Well, they team. are, aren't they? Yeah. And we saw that last year. They were yeah, young, very young, inexperienced, immature, but now they've had that thrashing yeah. of last year, and they're learning from it. And they are a good team. Yeah, they've got they've got some decent players. Yeah. They've still got some weird choices in there as well. But you know, as every you say, team does. The though. Reeds went through that. The year before, they got done over. They yep. got beat. Not not last year. The year before, this that. is the Highlanders' year, maybe. No, Highlanders, no. Just because they all. The problem with Highlanders is 
they never have a settled squad. No. You know, two seasons look so different. The players coming in, going out. Have you seen Milner Scotty yet? No. No? What a shame that is as well. Probably still injured. Probably. Uh, the last one I've got here is when Jason Ryan, after the Crusaders scored uh, the first try, Jason Ryan turned to Scott Robinson and basically said, with my lip-reading skills, that's why we play Leicester Fainuku in the centres, because that's what he does. We've got to play him there. Really? Leicester Fainuku was the key to the Crusaders' success wow. on Saturday. My lip-reading, mate. <laughs> You're speechless. I am speechless, yeah. It's <laughs> dreadful. That's dreadful. But you're right. He needs to play there. And you, do you know where he needs to play as well for the ABs? In that it's, position. Yeah, exactly. The only thing I would say is his defence in the centres has got something to be desired. But you can work on that. But You, you can't know, work on raw talent. Basically... He, like he has. He crashed the ball up, crashed the ball up, crashed the ball up. Very, very effective. And then they'd go behind him. And the whole defensive line of the Highlanders just stopped. Not the Highlanders, the, um, the Chiefs just stopped. Right. And left space for David Harvilli, for Sivu Reese, for George Bridge to run into. But without that threat yeah. and that position, the lines don't hold. You know, and that's and that's ultimately what you need to do. Uh, so, shall we, shall we move on to the, the questions? The listeners' questions. Mm, okay. So, this one is from... A second from the bottom? Bottom, maybe? Coley Poley? <laughs> this is from Coley this is, the Poley. Yeah. Come on. And just listen to what he's going to say. Why are the Highlanders... So rubbish this year. He didn't say rubbish, did he? He didn't say he rubbish. He used another word. He did. There's a family show. Correct. Come on, Coley the Poly. Okay, but I could ask him the same question. Coley Poly, why are you so <laughs> rubbish this year? I think the Highlanders are doing a lot better than you are. <laughs> I'm going to find out where he actually is. <laughs> I, think he's, I think he's based in... I think he's based in Japan... <laughs> But he is a Highlanders supporter. Is he? I believe so. Right. Now, I'm going to point to the reason why the Highlanders (laughs) are so poor. And I'm going to point to Scott Gregory. Oh, why are you being so harsh? It's not Scott Gregory's fault that they're not very good. He is last. (laughs) He's last on (laughs) Superbrew. Come on, Coley Foley. The wooden spoon. Again. (laughs) (laughs) Like the Highlanders. Um, and and he, he encompasses the reasons why. The other one is Marty Banks. I mean, yeah. you know, for the Highlanders to have to recruit Marty Banks as your substitute 10. I love Marty Banks. I'm the, probably one of the biggest Marty Banks fans out there. But his day was done a number of years ago. Do you remember when Marty Banks um, reached out to you on the, the Twitter? Oh, I know. What a guy. Proud, what a proud moment. What a guy. And for that reason, I, I love him being involved. Yeah. But this is their squad. Their squad depth is appalling. They've got a great coach. They've got some really good players. But when push comes to shove and COVID's around, they've got the weakest squad by an absolute country mile. And they should be applauded yeah. for the way that they play their rugby. 
100%. Ball in hand, no problems. Ball not in hand. It is a matter of time. The longer it's the like opposition... It's like a sieve, really, isn't it? Well... The defence, though. It's not that bad, but what it is is that when you've got when you've got a good big in against a, a, an okay average Joe, the good big in's going to win. And, you know, it's a matter of time before they, they're going to take their opportunities. You know, I think they play ab- above themselves, really. Yeah. But I just think without a deep squad with COVID around, it was never going to be their year. It's inevitable that they were going to... Struggle. Yes. So I'm really sorry, Coley the Poley, but there is no hope for the Highlanders. They may get some wins against the Aussie teams. They may even, if they win all of their games and they beat Moana Pacifica and they do those things, they might even make the top eight. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. But, you know, I, 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 just, I just can't see them challenging for... You know, first place. No. Well, they're they're five from five. <laughs> it's, it's really it's really not very good. No. Right, my question to you. If you could be a front rower, which position would you be and why? Hooker. Hooker? Yeah, I'd be a hooker, mate. You'd be a pain in the backside yeah. as well, eh? I've got good chat. No, you don't. I've got great chat. No. I've got exceptional chat. You've got dross <laughs> chat. I'd be a hooker and I'd like to throw the ball in. Yep. That'd be quite good. Uh, I like. Do you know what I also like? Is I like to throw that ball in, and then I like to get behind the yes, ball. Yes, glory. Right, Put and I'd be scoring over. all the tries. Yeah, I like be out wide. Yes. Yeah, I'm lazy. About, I'm about as fast enough for a hooker as well. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, hooker definitely. I wouldn't. And also those props, you know. I wouldn't want to be. A prop. You've got to be big. You've got to be strong, and you've got to be tough. And that's where I fall down. Yes, the tough part. I like that. What about you, sir? I reckon I'd like to be number eight. You said you said front row. Oh yes, sorry, I did. I kind of <laughs> meant Ford pack. I'd take hooker. You'd still take hooker. Maybe, yeah, maybe. Okay, I would go hooker for front row. What about Ford pack? Ford pack. Number eight would be great. Yeah, yeah. Number, number eight, eight would be great. Especially if I you're wouldn't want to go second row. Back of the scrum. Don't want to be no donkey. No. <laughs> Luke Romano. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Wash your mouth the out. The thing is, is why is Braden Enor not in there then? Well, he could be. Yeah, he's he'd a donkey. Be, he'd be a good. He'd be, he'd a, be a good donkey. <laughs> <laughs> he'd be a good second row player, actually. Good donkey. Should look into that, Braden. <laughs> <laughs> you hit it here first. My question to you, sir. Thank you. Is who were your sporting heroes when you? Well, who were your sporting heroes? Not just you know whenever, even if it was now or whatever, and why. So when I was younger. Um, it used to be Joan Lomu, oh, yeah. the late Joan Lomu. Yeah. And I used to play rugby with my brother at the bottom section on the field. And him and I used to hang play. On, hang on, hang on. You're going to tell me the story how you used to dummy to no one? Right? No, I didn't dummy to no one. I used to dummy to Jonah. Oh, dummy to Jonah. <laughs> used to go, Jonah, 
or Lomu, <laughs> and I'd have to dive through a tree to score a try. But do you know, I think I've told this story before, have I? Probably. Where I um, used to play my brother. He's a few years older than me. Not as fast anymore, obviously. Um, he was very quick. Anyway, so if I was going, if I was playing from right to left, so if I was scoring my try on the left-hand side, yeah. as you look at it, he would kick off to the left-hand side. <laughs> he would kick off towards my try line yeah. where I was trying to score, and I would have to catch the ball and then just sort of put it down. But he was that quick that he could kick it and then tackle me. <laughs> it was the only fair way to do it. But John Lomond. <laughs> John Lomond. Anymore. Not really. I'm my own hero. You are. You, know, you paddle <laughs> no. your own canoe, sir. No, yeah, no, John, John Lomond. Uh, Dan Carter. He was good. Um, Ma'anonu. Conrad oh, Smith. Yeah, Ma'anonu. Conrad Smith just sort of got on with it, was good at what he did, put people into space, great defender. I wonder how many missed tackles Conrad Smith did in his whole career. Not many. He's a Probably damn good defender, wasn't he? Count them on my own hand. Yeah, and you've got a weird hand. For me, or not not that you've even asked me, because that's the type of guy you are. No, I was just about, about to say, what about you, bud? Uh, I was Joan Lomu too. Yeah. John Kerwin before that. Oh, yeah. Um, I used to love Frank Bunce. <laughs> used to love Frank Bunce. Frank Bunce, yeah. Ronnie Clark. Oh. Uh, I never was a massive Spencer fan, because I, no. I was a Mertz fan. Yeah, well, you're down your way, isn't he? Yeah, but if I had have been Auckland-based, I would have been a Spencer fan oh, big yeah. time because he was a class, class player. And in the Fords, Zinni. Oh, Zinni yeah. Zinni player. Overseas. Frank Bunce. Oh, I've seen Frank. Oh, yeah, no. Um, yeah. Uh, Buck Shelford. Yeah, I was a fan of Buck, but he was slightly before he my time. He was before your time, eh? Slightly. Mm. I was just getting into rugby when he was on the way out. Right. So... I mean, what about overseas players? I was just going to say that to you. Overseas. Who did I admire from overseas? Not many. No. Not many. John Sir Eels. John Eels oh. was a player who I used to hate because he was so... He was a kicker. And he was, he was a second a row player. I know. It Jay. looked ridiculous. He had the biggest... Boots you've ever seen. It was, was he so a good was, kicker though. It was, yes, he was. It was so Australian at the time. Really, you know, and they, that, you know, him beating you with the boots. I know was hard to take. Oh. <laughs> what you know? our village is that? Eh? Johnny so was village kicking goals as high tops <laughs> to win the game against you. It was like oh, rubbing salt. Shoelace tied around the ankles. <laughs> salt into the wounds. And the other thing was, he's quite posh as well. Was he? Yeah, you know, but the floppy hair. Yeah. And then he had the old headband going around. But, you know, I had to admire him yeah. from that. Good player. And who else? Who else? I mean, that Australian back line with... Um, oh, Lottie Takiri. Yeah, but who was the 10? Oh, what about... Oh. Um, Campisi. Yeah, oh, Campisi. Yeah. I loved Campisi. And Gregan was George, very good. George yeah. Gregan. George Smith Who was, was a good the, player. Who um, was the team? gear. Yeah, uh, Larkham. Oh, Stephen Larkham. Mm. He a good player. Mm. What about England? Anyone from England? No. Ever? No. In the history of the game? Nope. Clive Wood? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Owen? Nope. Nope. <laughs> Just trying to think. Oh, Jason Robinson? Oh, yep, Jason. Yep. 
good. I quite like Will Greenwood as well, to be fair. Oh, yeah. Quite likeable. He's quite a funny guy now as well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think he is. And I'm trying to think South Africa, Bucky Sporter. I yeah. mean, what a... Um, Schultberger. Yeah, good. Good player. Good. And well, who else would you... Oh, um, oh the, the scrum half who unfortunately passed away. Um, very, very good player. MMD got, yeah. Don't know. I'm just, I, I do know who I'm talking about, but I'm sure people out right. there will know who I'm talking yeah. about too. Uh, yeah, very, very good player. Right, very, mate. Very, very good player. Yes, it's time to end the show. It is. Last week, you got two points. Yes. So if, if I want to win, I need to get three. Three. Out of four. Yes. So it's higher or lower. It is higher so or lower. So last week, we did stadium yes. uh, capacities. Yes. This week, what's the topic? Uh, rugby. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Are you ready, sir? I'm ready. Higher or lower? Who's taller? Oh, here we go. Brody Retellick? Yeah. Or Alan Wynne Jones? So we agreed that there wouldn't be really close. Yeah. So have you stuck to that? Yes. I think. Alwyn Jones is taller. I think he's taller. I'm going to say Alwyn Jones. Uh, hang on, let me get the 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 sound effects ready for this. So I'm going to say Alwyn Jones. Am I right or am I wrong? You're wrong. I'm wrong. Yes. <laughs> okay, so Brody is 204. Alwyn Jones is 198. Come on. 198? Yep. That's amazing. Yep. I thought he was taller than that. No, I, I knew that Brody was taller. I sh- I could have gone Sam Whitelock, and I think there's like two centimetres in it. Sam Whitelock is shorter. Sam Whitelock is shorter, I think. Yeah. I didn't realise Brody was that, that tall. Yeah, no. Big guy. The Damn guzzler. It. So I need to win. I need now, everything now. Yes. Now, this one is a lot closer, but I've changed it now. Okay. Cheslin Colby. Weight-wise now, we're going okay. for weight. Yeah. Is Cheslin Colby heavier or lighter than Aaron Smith? I think he's got to be, got to be, got to be heavier. Got to be heavier. <laughs> Please be heavier. <laughs> okay, you're wrong. <laughs> oh, hang on, hang on. Cheslin Colby's heavier. So Cheslin Colby so is not heavier than Aaron what? Smith. Oh, for God's so sake. <laughs> <laughs> so Aaron Smith is 83 kilograms. Yeah, Cheslin Colby is 82.5. Is 75. <laughs> really? He's a baby. Wow. I know. It's ridiculous, isn't it? That's why he's so light on his feet. Because <laughs> he can. Because he is light. <laughs> exactly. I was going to go Faf de Klerk. Who's 80 kgs. Oh, right. So he's actually a bit of a fatty in the old uh, Smithy A. Bit of a fatty. Now, this one, you should know. Well, I need, you will know. I need this. You can to, take an educated I need guess. this to start drawing. Yes. Is, so, higher or lower? Okay. Runners up at a World Cup. Okay. Between Australia and England. I think England. Oh, just wait. No, I'm, I'm. Just wait. Yep. I think England. England, South Africa. 
England, South Africa. It's out of England and Australia. Yeah, I know. But I'm saying they lost to South Africa in yes. the final twice that I can remember. Twice? Yes. I think there's three times. Whereas Australia are two. When was the third time? Can't remember. I think that might did it wasn't it wasn't it um So you're talking about nineteen, two thousand nineteen. When was the second time? In South Africa. In South Africa. Yeah. So ninety five. Ninety five. No, not We not. were in ninety five. Oh, we were, weren't we? Okay, I'm still gonna go England. You're right. So three times, eh? Yep, three times. It was 2019, yeah. 2007, and 2091. Uh, 91. Yeah. Australia twice. Yes. New Zealand. Yeah, and England. Once. Yes. Yeah. South Africa. In South Africa. Yeah. The yeah. food poisoning scandal. Yes. Okay. This, this to is draw. to draw. This is to draw. Is Geordie Barrett heavier or lighter than Rico Yuani. See, I thought you were going to say Bowden. Oh. Geordie <laughs> <laughs> Barrett heavier than Rico. Yeah. He looks like it. I think he looks heavier than Rico. Well, he's tall, isn't he? He's tall, but I think he looks... Oh, he's slimmed down a bit. Though. Is, when's this? That, these weights come out? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. After Christmas or... <laughs> <laughs> Um. Yeah, I mean Rico's a center. He's big. He's, well, he's not a center though, is he? He's a winger. Okay, Rico. Final answer. So you think Rico's Rico heavier? heavier. Yeah. Correct. So well, I, I think by a bit. I think by a bit. So Jordy Barrett's ninety-five. Yeah. Rico is a hundred and five. Gee, really? Mm, he's obviously put on, but a wow, tender. he's still quick, hey. And they're both twenty-five. Yeah. I thought yeah. Rico was way younger. No. No. I thought that. I thought that as well. I mean, Rico's been around a long time he starting. Has. Yeah. True. Since, since the British Lions. Yes. So, impressive. So, it's a draw, sir. It's a draw. So, it's going to go to next week for a shootout. Disgusting. Absolutely. Sir, it's been a pleasure. Always. Um, what can people do if they want to help us, support like, us? share, subscribe. Uh, five email. star review. Email, email in. in, which our email address is the Super Rugby Podcast at gmail dot com, or Super Rugby Podcast at gmail. We've got two to cover. Yeah, all why bases. do we have two? Because I made a mistake on the first one and then I had to do the second one. Disgusting. I think what happened was was I forgot the password and oh, then I had to create a new account. Right. Yeah. There you go. Um, yeah, but there's lots of things. But please email us in. We've had some good emails last week. But yes. it'd be good to get emails. And we always Definitely. love hearing from from you guys and girls out we there. We do indeed. Also, sir, I'm a little bit disappointed in Willow. Can I just oh, put yeah. that out there? No, I, why? No Willow as far as I'm aware on the Superbrew. That is dreadful actually, yeah. isn't it? No Willow. No. What is, What are you doing, Willow? It's not good enough. No, it's not good enough. You're yeah. right. And we're calling you out right here, right now. Yeah. Get it sorted. Yeah. We're expecting 36 by tomorrow. Jeepers. <laughs> Until next week, sir. See you later.
Social Podcast Network. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.